Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. From KQED. I am driving in Vallejo, looking for some gas, and the marathon here is at 5.55, which I guess, <laughs> I guess that's better than the shell, which is 5.79. This sucks. But for people who drive for work, like for Uber and Lyft, this has got to suck way more. Drivers like me, you know, we're paying more at the pump, taking less home, you know, greater expenses, which means basically cutting back on other costs in our life. I'm Devin Katayama. Welcome to the Bay, local news to keep you rooted. Today, what gas prices mean to ride service drivers right now. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. The average price for a gallon of gas is about $5.80 in the Bay Area. Azul Dahlstrom Ekman is a reporter and producer at KQED. This is especially hitting rideshare drivers, uh, people who drive for gig work, and taxi drivers especially hard. You know, every week you're paying, let's say, 10 plus dollars more a day. You add that up over the month and that's hundreds of dollars a month. Ron Dugan is a rideshare driver in San Francisco. The thing with rideshare drivers is that it's not just the price of gas, right? The, the prices for everything have gone up. 
the way our economy is set up, fuel is inextricably tied to tire prices or car parts, right? So even though fuel's going up, also his cost of operating for nearly everything has gone up. Which means basically cutting back on other costs in our life, you know? Certain bills will get paid a little bit later. It is just what it is. Let's talk a little bit about why Uber and Lyft drivers are in this particular position. What can you tell me about that? It all kind of goes back to Prop 22, where basically it says that rideshare drivers or gig workers are independent contractors and not employees. The interesting thing is that even though they're independent contractors, they're not allowed to set their own rates. So although like you might hire a plumber or an electrician or let's even say a, a software engineer at your company as an independent contractor, they would come in and set their own rates and say, my time is worth $80. And if their prices for operating went up, let's say for fuel, they would then incorporate that into the price, pass it off onto the consumer. But Uber, Lyft drivers, and actually taxi drivers aren't allowed to do that. What has Uber and Lyft said about this? Because I imagine that they know that the cost of gas is one of the major costs for, for their drivers who make them money in the end. So Uber and Lyft have started a fuel surcharge. Basically what it is is that for every ride that a driver does, uh, they get 55 cents back. So Lyft will give a driver 55 cents supposedly directly to the driver as a fuel surcharge to help with rising gas costs. Uber, it's 45 cents to 55 cents, uh, depending on the location. Uber's also doing 35 to 45 cents for Uber Eats orders, depending on the location. This is for 60 days, so it's a limited term. They're going to reassess after 60 days. But some drivers are suspicious because Uber and Lyft have been opaque at times about what they're giving to their drivers. In addition, uh, Lyft and Uber both have debit cards that drivers can apply for. And this is sort of like a typical cashback debit system. There's also this app. It's called Get Upside, and Uber and Lyft have partnered with it. It works sort of like Gas Buddy, if you're familiar with that. Basically, it's a map, and it shows different gas stations where Uber and Lyft drivers can get uh, increased rewards. And, and it's not just for Uber and Lyft drivers. Anyone can use it. But Uber and Lyft have specifically directed their drivers to use this program as a way of helping with rising gas costs. So what are some Uber and Lyft drivers saying about these options that Lyft and Uber say are available to them to help them out with gas? Yeah, so I talked to a representative from Rideshare Drivers United, and he flat out told me it's a joke. He says the IRS estimates 58 cents a mile is the cost of operating a car. So basically what they said is that uh, they're giving us the cost of what it takes to drive a mile when, let's say, for example, you're out partying in San Francisco and you take an Uber back to Oakland, we know that that's going to be a 15, 20-mile trip, right? So they're saying that this is really not enough. Excuse my language, that's total garbage. So I talked to Sergio Avedian. He's a driver, but he's also a senior contributor at the Rideshare Guy, which is a blog that talks about all things rideshare. It gives advice to drivers, and it talks about trends in the industry. He said that the gas stations that are partnered with uh, Get Upside typically charge way more, and he makes better savings just going to gas stations he would normally go to. So that 20 to 25 cents on the first two tankfuls of gas is not going to do anything. I don't even bother using it. 
again, it's this sort of thing where Lyft and Uber are saying, you can save money by spending more money, but it's not really working. So what do drivers say that they need right now? Drivers are saying they need, they need to increase rates. They, see, they say that they want a higher base pay. It's, um, it's egregious to not raise our base pay. Rondu Gant said he gets less than a $5 base pay. He says that's, that's not okay and that he wants to get more. I mean, anything less than a $5 minimum base fare for a driver is, which is the norm right now, less than a $5 minimum at this point. It, it's glaringly wrong. I think that increasing base pay, but also increasing the rate at which they're paid, rideshare drivers get a per mile rate that's added on. I think they're also looking for an increase in rates. I'm also thinking about taxi cab drivers, right? Are they in essentially a similar position? Because I imagine this is also hurting them as well. Yeah, so I talked to Mark Gruberg. He's a taxi driver, and he's also a member of the Taxi Workers Alliance here in San Francisco. After the rental of the, of the taxi, which is the biggest expense, fuel prices would be the next um, expense. Taxi drivers' rates, like Uber drivers or Lyft drivers' rates, they're not allowed to control them, right? But in the taxi driver's case, they're controlled by SFMTA, the, the transportation agency. And so SFMTA controls how much a taxi driver can charge. Their fares haven't been raised since 2011. I talked to Mark Gruberg. He said, although there, he's been hearing a lot of grumblings about, you know, we need to increase rates and things like that, they haven't come to the SFMTA asking for a rise in rates yet. It's a public process. They will have to hold a hearing. Nothing like that has been scheduled because, you know, this latest blow is, is very recent. But I suspect that this conversation will come up. They're a little hesitant because right now they're competitive with Lyft and Uber because they haven't raised their rates. And, you know, seeing the, the devastation that rideshare has had on the taxi industry, they're really hesitant to do anything that would discourage riders from using taxis over rideshare at all. How have drivers reacted to the fact that gas is more expensive and there are so few options? The Rideshare Guide did a survey of 325 sources, so take it as you will. But basically, the, so the survey found that 53% of drivers are driving less or not at all because of higher gas prices. So they really don't have a lot of recourses. Again, Sergio said the only thing they can really do is drive less. He also said that what you could do is you have to drive smart, which is driving when there's surge pricing or, you know, when you're profitable, when Uber and Lyft offer these extra incentives. Such as, you know, only morning rush hour, evening rush hour, drive on the weekends. So, you know, be more selective as opposed to just turn your app on and get out there and slave for 40 to 60 hours a week. He said it's not going to be profitable for you anymore. You know, these drivers are increasingly losing money when they're working. You know, we've talked about how little power drivers have in this situation, but do they have any kind of power? Uber and Lyft drivers especially seem to have very little recourse in terms of what they can do in terms of these rising gas prices. Because they're not employees, uh, they've had problems unionizing, so they don't have any official representation. They've formed associations, independent associations like Gig Workers Rising or Rideshare Drivers United. But again, these aren't these don't have the same bite as a formal union would. There is uh, there's surveys that are going around asking Uber and Lyft to raise rates and base pay. 
It's, con- it's collected nearly 10,000 signatures, so there's that. Short of the you know surveys or, or, or joining these associations and not driving, that's really all they have. What do you think about kind of where this leaves drivers here in the Bay Area and, and the position that a lot of people seem to be in right now? Well, you know, it's, I think it's interesting that like when, when Uber and Lyft started, right, this was your side hustle, right? This was like this cool thing you could do to make a little extra money. But as Uber and Lyft have increasingly displaced how we used to get around, we've come to this point where not only are we relying on Uber and Lyft to get around, but drivers have come to rely on it for their main source of income. So, you know, really they are responsible for um, people's, the money they make to feed their families or to, you know, go to school or to buy clothes for themselves. And with these rising gas prices and inflation, it's becoming increasingly harder for these drivers to to make a living. Azul, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks, Devin. That was Azul Dahlstrom-Ekman, who reports and produces for KQED. Also, thanks to Maria Fernanda Bernal, who helped report this story and get some of the audio that you heard. This episode of The Bay was cut by Alan Montecilio. Maria Esquinka added the music and the tape. I'm Devin Kadiyama, and this is going to be my last episode filling in. It's been fun, and thank you all for having me back. See ya! Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.